Good morning, y'all, and welcome to the Taco Tuesday Chronicles. You're on Love the Journey with Miro We Slow, like we are slow, though we really, really are. <laughs> How's it going? How you doing? How you feeling? You pumped or what? I sure am. Oh, another lovely week, beautiful week. Are you all ready to be great? <laughs> We're going to crush it or what? Oh, man. So, uh, I know I talked about the whole mastermind thing I got going on that I signed up for. Uh, we're about to have our first like live call with a bunch of people. We're starting to organize the event. We're all meeting up in Las Vegas in February. Going to a conference out there. I'm sure y'all know about the 10X conference. <laughs> yeah, a lot of cool stuff. It's all happening. It's all like, you know, it's all about to book my flight, my hotel and everything. So it's just so exciting. It's nice to have certain things to look forward to, even if they are far away. But, you know, day by day, day by day. That's all I can say. <laughs> all right. I'm excited. I'm about to have a call in. We're going to interview Ramsey Shahada. I hope I pronounced that right. We're going to do a little, do a little, something a little different today. We're going to talk about his journey and incorporate it into the show and how, you know, the same kind of format, how I have been interviewing people based on, you know, what they're doing, what they're doing different, what, if they found their passions, if so, what tips do they have, their next goals. But he, uh, he has a little bit of a different passion that he's found and it's uh it's something we haven't really talked about yet on the show, but the craze is real right now, and I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. So uh, you know we're gonna try a little different, something a little different today, and we'll see how it goes. I'm sure you're gonna enjoy it, and I'm sure you're gonna get something out of it. So without further ado, I'll let him I'll let him introduce himself. But uh, here we go. <laughs> Hello? Hey, Miro? Hey, Ramsey. Welcome to Love the Journey. No, thanks for having me. Oh, so man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's an honor, man. We've been, we've been talking about possibly doing this for a while, and the moment's, uh, the moment's just right, so, you know. Yeah, any, any uh, reason to have a conversation with Miro, I'm about it. <laughs> Appreciate the words, man. All right, so do you want to give the listeners kind of a background of who you are, you know? where you came from, education, kind of things like that, really quick. Oh, sure. Um, uh, all right, yeah. So uh, born and raised in Chicago, uh, you know, went to school in the West Loop pretty much uh, through high school and undergrad, like yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, studied finance. Uh, and then I got my master's in accounting. And I've just been working in accounting for the past five years and, um, you know, just developing and just, you know, learning more and more about the very vast, vast world of accounting um, and just getting better every day. Uh, that's pretty much where I'm at professionally right now. I have a bunch of other, uh, you know, like interests and things of that nature. But uh, as far as professionally, that's that's kind of the what I'm doing, what I plan on doing for a long time. And, you know. That's that's pretty much what what's going on. Yeah, man. Um, so you mentioned you did finance first, and then 
you switched up to accounting. Uh, you, you got a little like, can you kind of explain what was the reasoning behind that? Because a lot of times they go hand in hand, but then you sort of, you know, you totally switched it. Like you, I, that's kind of what I was doing yeah. at first myself. I was starting into finance, then I went into accounting. Now I'm in neither, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you haven't figured out. Uh, we still need to follow those footsteps, but um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so I got the, the finance degree, but I ended up in some sort of uh accounting billing job right out of college for this law firm. Um, and, you know, uh, I was actually not even going to do anything related to my field. Initially, I was going to do um, site acquisition, more like, uh, you know, the legal side of real estate. And mm-hmm. it was, uh, but they were like, hey, uh, you know, we do want to offer you this job, but, you know, we think you'd be a good fit for, for this job since you have a finance background. I was like, all right, yeah, let me do it. Let me give it a shot. So ever since then, I just realized that's what I like. Uh, and that's what, um, I don't know, I just decided that's going to be the career move. I really love business and accounting is just the language of business. And I don't know. Kind of. Uh, so pretty much. Yeah. So you're saying that going and trying something new, something different was actually the right move because then it kind of helped you learn a different field, right? Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Every, every time I step out of my comfort zone, it, I seem to, to just kind of, uh, I don't know, experience something so new that you, you would have never even imagined before. So yeah, no, I, I, I didn't know, you know, what I was getting into coming out of college, you know? Uh, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you just leave yourself open to different experiences, different ideas, then you'll, uh, end up realizing what you need to do. So after I took that job, actually, I ended up, uh, you know, I was in there for about a year or two, but you just realize, okay, you know, you, you need the right education to really move up in a position like this. So I went back, got my master's in accounting and um, plan on getting on my, my CPA in the next year. I know you know how grueling that those tests are, but that, <laughs> those are the best, yeah. the best. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be, uh, I'll be spending plenty of time at Starbucks studying my butt off uh, this next coming year, but it's all means to an end, you know, Uh, Mm -hmm. CPAs make uh, a good living and um, you know, it's, uh, if it's something you like, it's something you can do. Uh, Yeah, man. I, uh, yeah, I I can't stress it enough. I, I I think it's a great way to go. I have no regrets whatsoever, you know, doing it because it just it laid down a foundation for everything. Oh, 100%. And uh I and yeah, I can imagine it makes great you, great career. It makes in. you just think way more differently and critically as a as a, you know, a business owner now, you know? It the way exactly. like, you know, uh, maybe uh like a engineer or history major or somebody like that wouldn't particularly look at certain things the way you do. So I don't know, I think it's a huge advantage whether you end up sticking in accounting or if you do any other sort of business venture. Exactly. I, I, I was just reading this book called Shoe Dog about the founder of Nike. Uh-huh. And, uh, and he was a CPA, worked in public accounting and everything. So it's like crazy. Uh, I, would have, I would definitely recommend it because uh, it actually makes you feel better about your whole career choice. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> no, you're like, all right, all right. I see, I see what's going on here. Yeah, I mean, there are some grim months between January and April, but uh, otherwise it's, it's, it's not too bad. But you know, uh, yeah. and and 
especially now with with this new Trump administration, you don't know what laws, what bills are actually going to get passed. Just it's good to know these things to be able to plan years ahead or, and whatnot. So um, it's all good stuff. I agree. Yeah, I have some friends and I keep up with them. You know, that still are at my former employer, and I've yeah, I've heard some crazy story. You know, stories of just how things have been recently. So well, well, how about I definitely feel you. How about uh, how about Bitcoin and just accounting for that? The IRS taxing for that? I mean, just that type of cryptocurrency, the the blockchain is just revolutionary for for when it comes to anything like that. So. I don't know. It's it's just all fun and exciting stuff if you really get into it. That was probably the smoothest transition I've ever heard in my life. Is that right? To <laughs> <laughs> never, because uh, I was about oh, to bring up. Not quite. <laughs> I was about to. I was about to bring up what it. What are some of your passions, and have you found it? And if you know, if not, what are you doing to find it? And, oh, sure. And here we brought up cryptocurrencies, <laughs> something oh, yeah. a few people might have heard about recently. Uh, I think everybody's heard about it now. I mean, people are just dumping money in this now just because it's just constantly going up. It's just been like 20 to 50 percent rises every every like day at this point. But um, yeah, I just wanted to like talk about that a little bit because it's really just like next level just i I, i'm like kind of at a loss of words right now because it's just seriously one of the most innovative things to ever hit the financial markets and it's really um kind of making the bank shake in their boots a little bit and and kind of everybody nobody really knows what to expect and and uh there's just so much potential for um you know, uh, just getting everything decentralized and um, making everything available to everybody. Uh, so there's just no fraud. There's no uh, it, it, the corruption will will get minimized. Quantitative easing would have to be voted in by a majority of people rather than just uh, controlled by the government. So it's it's just uh, a new landscape out here that. Uh, really needs everybody needs to pay attention to i mean i got my parents sending me money telling me to buy them bitcoin and no way oh yeah yeah <sighs> what uh, at, at this point i need to make them their own account before i start paying taxes on all their gains but uh they're already <laughs> making money it's just so funny but uh like with all, this i just need to be very clear that this could be very speculative and Bitcoin can go from 18,000 to 8,000 in a matter of days. Uh, so just be Honestly, careful could, when you're it, out there investing. It could go, it, that could happen in a matter of minutes. Oh, absolutely. That's for sure. It, I mean, it, yeah, if one of the biggest owners dumps all his shares, then yeah, it could, it could get really. Or government comes out and says they're going to regulate it or tax it or something, and or just not allow it to be an acceptable form, you know? Like, it's anything could happen. Anything. It's it is astonishing. It is crazy. <laughs> and and but the the crazy part about it is it would be so difficult for governments to disrupt something like this because like you can't ever take down this network in theory because 
if, if you take down a majority of the mining uh, like uh, pods and whatnot, other ones will pop up, and um, and, if, and they could pop up in a whole different country, anywhere around the world, and they'd still be just as effective and, and maybe just uh, you know have a little bit of downtime if any. So I, I, but, I don't know. It's it, it it kind of puts the financial system back in um, kind of in the people's hands, and and the beauty about it is you know, in a, in a capitalism like type society, then you're going to have a ton of other competitors coming out and making a better technology than the Bitcoins and the Litecoins and whatnot and offering it for, um, you know, um, low service fees, incredible transaction speed. It's just a matter of time, but, um, you know, that's all coming in the future. This is a, a very infant technology that, um, you know, has just capabilities to really just revolutionize data transfer and just financial transactions and things of that nature. So, um, I mean, I don't know when, when your parents start hearing about Bitcoin and start asking you to buy it, then, um, I'd I'd say that it's starting to become more mainstream than, than just techie and for the finance nerds. Yeah. I, that like things like that, like I heard about this dude that, was a bartender and just started putting all his money in Bitcoin or like you got your Uber driver asking you about Bitcoin, like things like that. And it's like, uh, you know, what to make of all this now? Like, is you know, is it a bubble? I mean, obviously it's a bubble, but Oh, it, it's it, ridiculous. Could, could, could it keep going? You never know. It's yeah. I guess doubles advocate to what you were saying. I agree with a lot of it. And you know, I'm, I don't really know too much to talk about it, but, uh, what if the governments do try to control it or just, you know, recognize it as, you know, a form of payment that's not going to be accepted and no other company is, you know, going to accept it? Trust these things if there's not really going to be too much attached value if, you know, they constantly keep getting turned down by major organizations. Yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, well, that's it's it's really a community type of thing. Um, I actually went to mm-hmm. this uh, blockchain event. Um, this past Friday and it's really ends up just being a community of people that are, they are all well-intentioned and they're just trying to build a system that, that works for everybody, you know, that just doesn't favor any particular type of people and just kind of, um, you know, it just seems a, a bit more fair. And, and I'll tell you right now, this is, this is one reason why governments need to love Bitcoin and love this blockchain. They could monitor every single transaction. If I gave you a Bitcoin and then you gave it to somebody and yada, 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 all of that is on a public ledger. And what government wouldn't want to see every transaction being made because they get to tax it. They get to come and, uh, you know, come for everything at that point. So I honestly, the government is definitely going to want to integrate it rather than, you know, get rid of it altogether because having just paper money in your pocket is definitely going to be prehistoric, I believe. And, um, I mean, you just see what technology has done to all these other industries. What's to say that the currency world doesn't get shaken up a bit. So, um, and I, I don't know if this is a hundred percent true, but I've definitely read it in, in multiple places that the U S government owns a ton of Bitcoin themselves. So, so I think they're at least hedging their bets and, um, 
and who knows? Uh, I, I did not read that, but that is actually some great insight, if that is true. Oh, if it's true, yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I got to get back to you on that one. I'm not 100%, but... Uh, I mean, that's... I mean, honestly, why wouldn't they, right? You know, it, makes, it would make sense. It wouldn't make sense. Yeah, 100%. I mean, there's a game plan for everything. They're just trying to get everything in motion now, but I don't know. I think if you got a couple of bucks lying around that instead of going to the casino and throwing it on, on black or red, go grab, <laughs> go grab a cryptocurrency and, I don't know, just sit on it for a little bit. Maybe trade in and out. Buy on the dip, sell them high. I don't know. It's that, this is coming from a guy that, that loves monitoring markets and just playing around with that. But I don't know. If you got a little uh, bit of a gambling uh, issue or something like that, <laughs> right, that could be right. a, a very profitable way to make it productive. <laughs> <laughs> um, so kind of like, you know, doing a full circle, how did this sort of become like a hobby slash, you know, I, I guess I could say passion thing, right? Oh, sure. Um, uh, yeah. like how did that even happen? Like, did you, were you just like bored one day or how did you get all like into it? Oh, geez. Like, just, um, just to sum it all up. Yeah. I was actually in between, uh, jobs this summer, uh, back in May and I was just, you know, fascinated by this technology my uh one of my good friends just you know like i've heard of it before but i never like looked into the technology and one of my friends just like kind of told me about it and you know after i had just masters in accounting like it all made so much more sense to me I realized that it i mean this is definitely the future and if not the future i mean like the immediate future so um you know it, it was just something that i realized had a lot of value um, but it's just a matter of, uh, you know, how we're going to use that and like, uh, who's going to come out on top. So I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it kind of reminded me of the dot-com bubble, right? So like in a sense yeah. that there's, you know, there's some really big players going on and the money is just being made, but, but, you know, a lot of companies made it out of the dot-com bubble. There were a bunch that failed, sure. Um, but then there were some, that, some companies that actually brought value, like the Googles, the Amazons, the, the Ebays, you know, all those companies that brought true value, they, you know, they survived. And not only did they survive, they thrived. So I don't think all of these cryptocurrencies are going to be amazing, but there's certainly some that are going to come out and, and, and really be um you know just like the the leaders of their industry uh, that's that's what i believe um i put my money where my mouth is but um <laughs> you know no that's awesome man i um i think it's i, I talk about oh not sure. just be like closed in and you know not believe in anything because i mean you know these things are out there all for a reason and might as well know about it especially right now in a time like this when it's one of the main things i mean once you see this being talked about by your parents, that's how you know. Oh, yeah. And, and the worst is there's just so much misinformation out there that um, I don't know if you ever read, like, the comments on, like, these Forbes articles or something like that. People are just – they read one or two articles and, and just start spewing misinformation. So, like, really do some research before, um, you know, you just fall for any of these uh, goofy people telling you uh, lies and tricks. I agree. I agree. 100. Um, all right. So let's move, moving on. Uh, what kind of, do you have any tips for the listeners? Anything? I mean, obviously, 
you've been through some trial and error. You kind of found the career path that you wanted to go down. And, you know, you're still able to kind of do things on the side, even with your career, you know, that you have other, you know, hobbies and passions. Right. Um, any, like, tips maybe you have? Anything you would want to tell somebody that's maybe struggling? Sure. Or still going to, going to school? Sure, maybe? sure. And, and uh, yeah, no, definitely. It's it just you got to stick with it. Find something that is kind of like your rock. And just, just focus, because at the end of the day, you need to not think, you know, about tomorrow, the day after. You need to be thinking a year ahead. Once you do that, year for you to justify spending a whole day sitting and studying. You know, uh, it's you just kind of, um, you have to have bigger goals in mind. Uh, you know, all this schooling and stuff like that, it's all just, you know, means to an end, so... You just have to figure out what you want, why you want it, and then you got to figure out how you want to get it. So, and I'm not saying I've perfected it, but I think I've I've figured it out a little bit better than my 21 year old self. I'll tell you that much. So, okay, now uh, moving on to the next part of the show, the last uh, remaining parts. What kind of goals do you got? Uh, so when I check in with you, you know, we all got to keep each other accountable. When I check in with you, let's say about, you know, three to six months down the road, where, where do you see yourself? Is there anything uh, big that you're trying to hit something you want to throw out, you know, so we, we keep, keep tabs. <laughs> oh, sure. Um, well, mostly I'm going to try to keep my sanity during tax season. Uh, uh, that's, that's a good one. Six months. <laughs> uh, but yeah, by the end of this year, though, keep me accountable. I want to have my CPA by the end of this year. I'm going to try to knock out all four tests by the end of this year. Yeah. End of which year? Oh, definitely not 2017. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was about to say, man, I mean, that that is impressive if you're going to knock out all oh, four no. exams in the next three weeks. <laughs> No, no, I, I, I won't even take like a Facebook quiz by the end of this year. No. <laughs> We're good. Awesome. All right. And then now the favorite part of the show, Ooh. my favorite part, I'm sure your favorite part, it's the we are not slow lightning round where oh. I ask you a few random questions really quick and you have no time to think about them. You just give me that first answer that pops up in your head. Oh, geez. Okay. All right. Here we go. Your uh, favorite, your your idol growing up. Idol growing up? Idol growing up? Oh, God. No, don't tell me idol growing up. I'm going to say something like some rapper or something. I've heard oh, that I, before. Idol, idol growing up, um, probably Mark Cuban, I would say. Hmm. He comes to mind. Like a not, as a non-athlete, like idol growing up. Okay, okay. I get it. Uh, next, favorite book? Uh, I don't know why this one comes to mind, but uh, The Giver. Okay, okay. That's a classic. Um, biggest fear? Um, failure. Okay, okay. And you alone on a deserted island. You could only have one item. What is it? Um, 
one item. <laughs> Definitely not a volleyball. Uh, Who would you play with? <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, some way to communicate with the other with the world. I don't know, some sort of computer with okay. Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, getting greedy now. All right, right. man. Well, <laughs> thanks for participating in that. Thanks for taking some time out. Hope you uh, hope you enjoyed being on the show. I'm gonna get all this uh, put together, and uh, yeah, we'll definitely be in we'll definitely be in touch, man, and we'll talk some more soon. All right, yeah, let's get together soon. Take care, Miro. All right, take care, man. We'll be talking. Bye. Bye. All right. Hope you enjoyed that. Once again, that was Ramsey, uh, one of my one of my close friends. We uh, went to high high school, no college, college together. My bad. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, just used to used to hoop and stuff back in the day. And he's uh, he's, we definitely always been in contact, and he's always asked me for tips. I've always asked him for stuff. So it's uh, it's been a great relationship, and I hope you found that very. Uh, very insightful that was a little different it's not something you know i'm trying to go into you know regarding more episodes it's just you know if there's a big thing going on in the world and you know it's found not only his interest but millions of other people's interests might as well talk about it and see how it you know impacts and affects your life all right hope you enjoyed another episode of the taco tuesday chronicles you've been on love the journey with Miro we slow like we are slow though we really really young <laughs> and yeah we had some technical difficulties I don't know what's happening with anchor they're totally switching up the system on me right now and uh, yeah we got we had some disconnects and you know just I couldn't get things to work out perfectly we didn't want to record re-record a lot of these good segments so thanks for sticking through it sorry about that I'll make sure things get perfected the more I use the new system or I might just have to switch it up because I don't know if, if uh, this is the route I'm going to keep going. Maybe I'm not. There's, there's other ways to record, so I'm gonna, I'll figure it out. Don't worry. Let me handle that. <laughs> I'll worry about that part. You got any show ideas, anything you want to talk about, hit me up. Miro at lovethejourney.co or anywhere on social media. You know where to find me. And we'll be talking soon. Hope you're crushing it. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.